the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, welcome to Take 10. We come to you every week with a mental health-related issue in caregiving and elsewhere. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Dr. Jamie Heisman, is Chief Compassion Officer of Project Omega for WellMed Medical Management. He is a nationally known psychotherapist and expert on caregiving as well as on addictions. Carol Zerniel, Executive Director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation. She's past chair of the Board of Directors for the National Council on Aging and has nearly 30 years experience in the field of caregiving and gerontology. I'm going to kick it off with uh, a topic I was thinking about the other day. When it comes to caregiving, Dr. Jamie and Carol, how do you set priorities? The care recipient has priorities, family, friends, neighbors have priorities on what you ought to do and how you ought to do it and when you ought to do it. So how does the caregiver, Dr. Jamie, take control and set those priorities? Well, you know, I'm going to definitely work the two sides of the coin, Carol, because she has such an ability to watch caregivers, you know, and deal with caregivers from a charitable standpoint, all the programs she's doing from a emotional, psychological standpoint. I think you have to line up those priorities, right? In terms of what will actually be our downfall. What is our kryptonite? I use kryptonite because to your point, Ron, all of us think that as caregivers, we're like hero children, right? We have to help other people and setting up routines that are just mundane and normal isn't in our, our world because we're out there to save the world. So I think that Carol can see that for sure from the uh, actual the job description of what it is to be a caregiver. For me, it is the three-legged stool, right? Your routines definitely have to be very mindful of your mind, your body, your spirit, and your social connection. So uh, I do think it's critical, and I'll, and when Carol gives her sort of take on a, on this, on to have routines as a caregiver, it's a safe thing to have a routine. But for a routine, I think you need to know how to do a routine, and that is how do I put emotional self regulation in? If so my mind and my body and my spirit is taken care of, and how do I hang with healthy people during that routine? That's so critical as a caregiver to so make sure I'm not in a toxic situation where I'm going to lose you know, energy to some energy vampire. <laughs> oh, you may energy vampires. You're making me think of uh, one of my favorite shows. So, you know, setting, setting priorities, you know, is, is interesting because you've got a lot of different conflicts. Sometimes it feels like they are being set for you, the doctor's appointments. Sometimes you feel like you need to have control of your agenda and the sooner you realize you don't have total control, probably the, the better off you're going to be because you've got to be flexible within that agenda. I agree with Jamie. You know, routine is your friend uh, in terms of getting through a long caregiving experience. But when you are really conflicted about priorities, there's an exercise that I like to do where I close my eyes and I take out each of what I think are the top priorities, right? And I tend to think of them 
um, at like a bowling ball or a rock or something heavy. And I'll close my eyes and I'll put each of my priorities in my hand. And then I decide which one weighs the most. Because when I'm thinking about them, there is something that weighs more than the others. And that may mean I have to go back to a family member. It may mean I have to change a medical appointment. But if something weighs the most, I, sh- I want to tackle that one. That's the energy vampire. That's the one that's taking my energy. How did you come up with that? That's a really neat exercise. Well, it was one that I learned years ago um, in a class, and it has served me well uh, because, you know, you 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 can feel what it has more weight to you if you visualize it as having weight. I don't know. Maybe that sounds like voodoo science. Is that voodoo? No, no it's not voodoo. As a matter of fact, that is your neurological system, which is no longer voodoo. It is literally part of our anatomy and our physiology. Why do I say that? Because, I mean, you're spot on. You, you, when you make a decision like you do from the body or experientially, or like you're saying, what's heavier and what's not, when you close your eyes, you're going inside your body. What caregivers, unfortunately, and all of us as human beings tend to do is not be within our body. And our mind can do so many things that's good and bad. It can, you know, project, deflect, deny. But your body, as we say, trauma work keeps the score. So if you can experientially work from your body as a caregiver, like you're talking about, you had guided imagery, it's a bit of experiential psychodrama within, and that you came out with the answer. That's the best way. I mean, because all it is about being in our body and not being in this world of denial, the hero child, what can I do to save somebody? But to be in our body, but to be in our body is an emotional regulation process. It's a therapeutic process. And I think that you, you're far down the road, but you're definitely speaking as a caregiver from the right spot. Now, for those of you who may just have joined us, you're listening to Take 10. We talk about a mental health issue and caregiving every week. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Carol Zernial and Dr. Jamie Heisman. We're talking about priority setting and caregiving. Dr. Jamie, uh, I had thought that one of the priorities you would have thrown out immediately was the take your oxygen first. Number one priority should be you, the caregiver. Absolutely. Well, I mentioned the three-legged stool. I do think it's always mind, body, and spirit. Or actually, in the, in the neurological world, it's emotional regulation, social regulation, and whatever spirit, which all paths lead to the righteous. The spirit will provide you maybe a community of like-minded people. But to your point, Ron, it is take your oxygen first. It is, this is a marathon, not a sprint. It is that I have to really put myself as a priority to be safe for my loved one because my loved one is going through a chronic or terminal or acute illness, which is scaring the living daylights out of them. If they don't have a person who's taking their oxygen first, who has two feet on the ground to listen, if they've got a bundle of anxiety and nerves and somebody's falling apart, I mean, how safe can they feel? I mean, that is pretty much a kind of a selfish thing not to take care of yourself because I remember last week we were talking with Carol a lot of people just ask how you're doing and don't really want to know, but they will want, you know, that the caregiver needs to want to know. They need to show compassion. They need to be, be in the moment. And to do that, you got to take your oxygen first and have those type of boundaries. So you're correct. But then there's obviously the routines. And I would go with Carol's, you know, body informed place of going inside and feeling then after you've done, you take your oxygen first to work. And if you put that in, that's the emotional regulation you put in the routine, Ron, by the way, then I would definitely go inside and set the priorities like Carol did. And, and, and then and one of, it, go ahead, it, Carol. I was going to say, I think, you know, that the taking your oxygen first is foundational. Um, it's not a, a routine necessarily priority. It is a way of life. 
right? You have to establish that at the beginning of your caregiving journey, that that is always going to be a part of what you do. Uh, And then on top of that, you do the tactical, the day-to-day, get through the bathing, dressing appointments, fun, you know, um, add some fun into every day. I think a goal and a priority should be that you and your caregiver share a laugh, a smile once a day. Uh, make that a priority. And that's going to change some of those other priorities once you realize life is still going on (laughs) and you want to incorporate the positive with the challenging. And then, Dr. Jamie, uh, many people who then take care of themselves feel enormous guilt for doing so. Caregivers day out, caregiver time for themselves, uh, and they feel like they're taking away from their care recipient. Yes. Well, at the end of the day, Ron, that's unfortunately an indicator of what I call self-esteem, that in the psychological world, guilt is totally correlated with self-esteem. So if you're not doing the fun things, like Carol just said, it's totally true. And the way you can grow best is to play, to connect and have fun with your care, with your caree, to laugh a little bit, to, to have that neurological system work like that. But if you're not doing that, and that's also a self-esteem raiser, right? I mean, you're not caught in the mire of hell and damnation inside your mind. But to, to your point, Ron, is that if you are feeling guilty, it is a barometer. And how am I not taking care of myself? Because stress reduction techniques are positive self-esteem builders. If you really attend to them and you do the things you necessary, emotional regulation, social regulation, stress reduction, you will gain self-esteem. And I will tell you, psychologically, your guilt will drop as a correlate. It truly does. So I think it's a gift in some way. I hate to say it, things like guilt and stress, but what we're not doing and then to do the things we need to for ourselves and to jump to Carol's world, that play, that humor, that connectivity with my patients, if they can get back to play like a child, they're really healing. So that's, we can't forget that. It just becomes so serious and adult-like and we just go down the tubes that if we're not like a kid, whether it's with ourselves or a caree, um, we're not growing. And if you're feeling guilty, that's a barometer. Take care of yourself. That's a good place to end it. Take that advice. Dr. Jamie Heisman, Carol Zernil, I'm Ron Aaron. Thanks for joining us on Take 10. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.